0: there. Thank you for being here and listening to this episode today. Today's episode we are going to have a good hard look at procrastination. Why, why, why do we do it? I've been doing it today which is kind of ironic I think but the question that I'm kicking around today is is procrastination always a bad thing and also want to have a look at different things that you can do to get over it or past it, around it, whatever it is, to be on the other side of it. Because procrastination just seems like it's just part of life. It happens. It shows up. Everyone seems to do it at some time or another. But some people, I think, do it more often than others. And I guess the question is, you know, is that actually a problem? Is it, you know, that big of a deal if you, you know, procrastinate? And I think my observation and current assessment is that occasional procrastination, I don't reckon is that bad. It's kind of can be a little bit frustrating at times for me versus people who have really developed a strong habit of procrastinating like all the time. That's when I think it can get to be a problem. In various aspects of your life. And I had a look when I was doing some research for this episode and I saw online that there's a company called rebootonline.com and they did a study in the UK and they studied about 900 office workers, people that were employed, and they were really looking closely at procrastination at work. And what their study discovered was that on average, people spent about two hours, just over two hours procrastinating. That's like over 10 hours a week. Can you imagine what you could do with another 10 hours of time a week? Oh my God. And their study also looked at, you know, what were the things that they did when they were procrastinating? And it was things like social media there's a surprise and that was something like you know three hours of the 10 hours was spent just you know browsing different social media platforms or there was you know another half an hour or so a day spent just sort of surfing the net generally and things like making coffee and going to the bathroom and you know things like chatting to other team members or whatever. So these are all the sorts of things that are just elaborate distraction techniques from whatever it is that you are supposed to be doing. And interestingly, I was working with a client yesterday who really wanted to focus on and to get some help to create some strategies and tools and ideas that would help her to just get back into taking action on a particular aspect of her life and a project I guess that she has been procrastinating about and it doesn't really matter about what the specific project or area of her life was but it was something that was actually really important to her and that she had been aspiring towards and thinking about literally for years and years but she just wasn't taking the action. She knew exactly what she needed to do but she wasn't doing it. And we as adults can have a lot of really, you know, elegant sounding stories and excuses about why we haven't done the things that we know that we are supposed to do. But at the end of the day, you're still not doing what needs to be done. And for that client, she was still not doing what she knew needs to get done to get the result that she was saying that she wants. And she's been doing that for years. And we're going to have a look in a second about some options of how you can overcome this if this is something that you have struggled with from time to time. There's a really a couple of really funny quotes that I came across when I was looking into studies around procrastination. There was a funny one from Mark Twain where he says, never put off until tomorrow what may be done successfully the day after tomorrow just as well. <laughs> so he was almost encouraging delayed uh, delaying even procrastinating I don't even know if that makes sense but that question of is all procrastination bad well it seems like actually not necessarily because I found a study that was done and what they were looking at is the impact on of procrastination on creativity and in this particular study that they did they had people in different groups And they were all assigned to come up with some creative ideas for a um, solution for a business problem. And then some of the group were told to get straight into the task and others were given the option of playing uh, different games and things like that for a certain amount of time before they then got on with the task of coming up with their ideas. And what that study found was that the people who played some sort of game or did some other almost distraction technique or uh, activity, their creative ideas were ranked as more creative or more desirable than the people who got straight into task first. And I found this other great quote from a guy called Bill Watterson, who was the cartoonist who created Calvin and Hobbes, you know, the one with the little, like, tiger looking character. And he, he says about procrastination, You can't just turn on creativity like a faucet. You have to be in the right mood. What mood is that? Last minute panic. (laughs) And I know for me, there are times where I feel like the only reason I'm procrastinating is to add a sense of urgency to whatever it is when I get to do it. And even with this podcast, it's so funny just to be observing the number of other things that I did... Before just getting down to actually record this episode. And when I realized it, I thought that was kind of ironic and funny. But they're all the things that I was doing, you know, it was like, okay, I've got to do some invoicing and I had to, you know, answer a phone call and things that needed to be done, but they weren't the thing that I really needed to get done, wanted to get done by a certain time. And I find that interesting about how our brains default to. Other tasks and why that might happen. So the idea is that you want to aim to just become aware of your procrastination habits just so that you can start to become able to spot them potentially more quickly so you can choose to do something about it or not to get back to action but at least if you start to become aware of what your habits are you're not getting just lost in it and losing time because if you don't notice when you're procrastinating, then literally your time and your life is just ticking on by and passing you by. And you never get that really, what I think of as a lovely feeling of progress and feeling productive and potentially, God forbid, actually completing something. You know, it's such a, a great feeling when you can get to the end of a day or end of a, a a period of time that you've been working on something and kind of go, wow, I've been really productive. And that feeling, you don't get that if you spend too much time in procrastination. And I found another really interesting quote, obviously, maybe that was part of my procrastinating with this episode was doing lots of research. <laughs> anyway, Dennis Watley, he's an author and a speaker. And he uh, says about time and procrastination. He says, time is an equal opportunity employer. Each human being has exactly the same number of hours and minutes every day. Rich people can't buy more hours, scientists can't invent new minutes, and you can't save time to spend it on another day. Even so, time is amazingly fair and forgiving. No matter how much time you've wasted in the past, you still have an entire day tomorrow. And I like that. I like the fact that, you know, you don't have to beat yourself up because if you, like me, have probably spent an hour or so procrastinating your way through today, you don't have to beat yourself up about that because the time that's left is still available and it's about jumping in and using that time. The dictionary definition of procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something, especially something requiring immediate attention. And what's interesting is that procrastination is not the same as being lazy. Being lazy is kind of not wanting really to do anything, sort of, whereas procrastination is putting your time and your attention and your action somewhere other than where it optimally would be. So it's kind of ignoring or avoiding something that maybe you perceive to be unpleasant or less fun. And you're going to, instead of doing that, you're going to do something that feels easier or less confronting or more fun. So there is an active kind of choice in that you're still doing something. And so that's where we can trick ourselves by saying, oh, I've been so busy, but I just didn't have time to get to whatever the, you know, the real core project or task that you really should have done that day. Signs that you could be procrastinating include things like filling your day with really low priority tasks, things that are just busy work, but not necessarily productive work. You know, I used to sometimes get really lost in emails and that could fill my whole day, but it wasn't necessarily productive work. It wasn't me creating any content. It wasn't me really delivering a whole lot of value in a meaningful way, but I could say, oh, I'm busy today, but not really Productive or progressing. Another sign that you may be procrastinating is if you have something on your to do list and it just keeps getting put on to the next day, the next day, the next day, even though it's something that is important, that's a sign that you're probably procrastinating about it for some reason. If you are in your emails and you are reading the email and you know you need to either action something with it or reply to it or take some sort of action and you're not doing it then then you're potentially procrastinating about that another classic is if you start something that is a high priority task but then you go and go oh i'm just going to go and quickly make a cup of tea or you know get a drink of water or go to the bathroom or whatever Uh, that's a sign that there's something about that high priority task that you may be just avoiding in some way or, or another You fill your day with a whole lot of unimportant tasks that are what other people want you to do. That is the classic of being buried in your email because your email inbox is somebody else's to-do list. People generally are sending you stuff to get it off their to-do list and then it's it's now on your to-do list, but it's not necessarily your high-priority task. So you want to be watchful of that. Are you doing that and you're being reactive to other people's workloads and lists rather than your own? The other classic is that you're sort of you've got a project and you or a task and you know you need to do it, and you're just telling yourself, I'm just gonna wait until I feel in the right mood or the right kind of headspace, or it's not quite the right time to do it right now. And so you're you're just avoiding it. Any of those are signs that potentially you are procrastinating. What we want to look at is when you're procrastinating, what do you do about it? And how do you avoid it or get past it? So I've got a couple of ideas that I want to share and hopefully, you know, one or two of them will resonate for you because these are ones that I, you know, rotate through when I find myself procrastinating. So one of them is if I find myself procrastinating about something, I will check the level of alignment that I feel about that task. And if you didn't get to listen to it yet, last week's episode was all about the impact of alignment. So there's more detail about that in last week's episode. But really one of the takeouts out of that is that if you're not taking action on whatever this priority project or task is, you need to check in about how aligned do you feel to that task or that outcome? Is it what you really want? So, for example, another client comes to mind from the past where there was something that they said they really wanted, but they just continually were not taking action. And, and, you know, after attempting a few different angles on it and really saying, yeah, yeah, you know, they really wanted to do it. The exploration revealed that actually it wasn't something that they were doing for themselves because they really wanted it. They were just doing it because it was something that other people expected or other people wanted of them or thought they were capable of or could do or should do. But that's where that lack of alignment shows up in a lack of action. So that's one place you could look. Are you aligned to this project or a task or not? Second thing you can look at is, is there some kind of secondary gain is what it's called, Uh, some sort of benefit that you get by not doing it or not getting the result of doing it? What do you get to avoid having to do or take responsibility for or if you don't do it? What is a risk of something that might happen or might not happen if you actually do the thing that you're avoiding? So, for example, say that you think that you want to get a new job, you want to get promoted uh, within your existing company or maybe you want to apply for jobs elsewhere. But you realize that you say that and you think that you feel that, but you're not actually putting yourself out there. You're not applying for any roles. You're not up leveling your level of interaction with key stakeholders. Maybe you're not updating your CV or your LinkedIn profile or whatever. A secondary gain out of that could be that if you don't actually put yourself out there, there's no risk of rejection. So you want to check in. Is there some kind of secondary gain with whatever it is that you're avoiding? So you're going to keep yourself safe by not doing it. And that's something that you can explore if that does come up for you. And a third thing that you can do is to realize that often procrastination and overwhelm is just the fear of not knowing the next step. You can know the end game or the big picture but that can be really overwhelming. And when that happens, your brain just triggers into the flight or fight response and it doesn't know what to do. So can you make smaller steps, chunking it down into things that are less confronting, that are mini milestones along the way? So, for example, a client that I worked with in the past was saying that she really wanted to write a book and she was allocating time to work on it and she felt really clear about why she wanted to write the book and she knew it would be good for her, but she wasn't actually progressing it. When it came to the time to do it, she would do other things. And so I asked her, I said, well, what are you scheduling in? And she said, oh, well, you know, um, it's Wednesday at 9 a.m., write book. And it's kind of, it sounds a bit funny, but that can make sense. you. Well, that's the project I want to work on. But from a tangible action-taking point of view, it's too big of a chunk. Whereas if you break it into smaller tasks, maybe tasks that you might spend 15 or 25 minutes on, that is less overwhelming, less scary for your brain and easier for you to see how you can start making progress and get some momentum happening. So, for example, with the client who was wanting to write the book, instead of just having the task, write book, too big a chunk, um, breaking it down into things like, okay, brainstorm chapter titles. It's great. That's uh, one chunk of, that she could do, spend 20 minutes or so on. Another chunk might be uh, research artic- articles or studies around whatever the topic is for that chapter. So you just break it into smaller pieces that you can actually take bites of uh, instead of just trying to tackle the whole thing at once. So there are a couple of ideas about how you can tackle procrastination but what you have to do first is catch yourself doing it knowing that you are procrastinating or you have been procrastinating and I like to take the approach that is similar to the mindfulness approach which is one of no judgment just curiosity sometimes that's tricky to do because you want to you know beat yourself up a little bit about the fact that you've been flaffing for an hour But you just want to become aware because then you can make a choice about whether you continue to procrastinate or you get to action. One of the things that I do is I have a card on stuck on, I'm looking at it right now, stuck on the wall near my desk and all it says on it is what is the best use of my time right now? And that card, whenever I look at it or it catches my eye, it Forces me because it's a question, and questions have the impact of making your brain stop so that it can answer that question. It forces me to ask myself, Is what I'm doing right now the best use of my time? And it allows me to snap out of it if I'm doing something that's not as productive as I might want it to be. So, that could be something that you want to try. The other thing that can sometimes help is for you to start to link a long term benefit to you and to others in you just getting this thing done. If we are getting jammed and stuck at the front end, sometimes that can be because we haven't really aligned to the long-term benefit of that project or that task being completed. It's just a thing on the to-do list. So maybe for you to write down a few reasons why this project or this task is going to benefit you in the future, that might help you kind of remind yourself and just get on with it. And then you just want to be curious. What is the reason? That you're procrastinating. Is it because you don't know where to start and therefore you want to break it into some smaller tasks or is it you don't see value in the task because then you can sort of figure out from there if that's the reason I'm procrastinating how do I work move forward from there. For some people they also like acknowledging that they have a certain working rhythm and they identify their optimal time of the day to get stuff done especially their the highest value tasks and projects that they need to work on, they say that your willpower is highest in the morning or after you've had a break, including eating something. So for you, if that's you, then you might want to deliberately schedule your time and your projects to link in with when you have the optimal level of willpower to get yourself to do those things and to take the approach of tackling one kind of perceived hard thing or new thing as early as you can in the day. The other thing that you could do is actually just to accept that if you've really been flapping about something for a while, maybe you need to accept that it's not something that you actually really want. Who knows? Get curious about it and see what comes up for you. The other thing that I do that could be a tip for you is uh, to create a bit of a mantra reminder that will get you back on track and back into taking action. So one thing that I got told once that uh, I thought was kind of interesting is for you to get clear what is it that you say to yourself in your head that's the last thing that you say just before you get out of bed? Because that often links to some kind of motivation. So with the, what those words are could be something you could use to get yourself taking action again. So it could be just, you know, just get on with it. I often say that to myself, just get on with it. Or the Nike classic of just do it. Whatever it is, something that is going to bring you back to action Because sometimes what happens is you notice you've been procrastinating and then you use the fact that you've been procrastinating to beat yourself up, which is just another version of you procrastinating. So at some point, you've just got to get on with it, whatever it is for you, something that's going to get you back into action. That's it for this episode. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and a review for the podcast. Because that really helps other people find it and I would love for more people to be listening in and hopefully getting some tips on how they can be the best version of themselves and really step into the shoes of being the CEO in their own life. So if you have been meaning to do a rating and a review of the podcast, maybe you've been procrastinating over that. Well, this is a super small action that you can take right now and I would really appreciate it if you did. So go on, just do it thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.